Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, my waffle gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and welcome to r slash am I the butthole. If you're new and love a Reddit story, why not click that subscribe button, maybe that notification bell too, and let's jump straight in to today's stories. Now, our first story does come from a throwaway account titled, Am I the asshole for refusing to use the money I saved for my stepdaughter's 18th birthday gift to help with my daughter's treatment? I'm a father of two, bio 26 and stepdaughter 18. I'm lucky to have established a good relationship with my stepdaughter that is based on mutual trust and respect. I raised her when she was two. I don't even call her my stepdaughter, I call her my own. She always dreamed of owning a car and hinted wanting a car for her 18th birthday for years and I took it upon myself to try and save up for one. It took me years to save up money to be able to get her a decent car as a gift and I felt thrilled I was able to achieve this goal knowing how much this means to her. I haven't bought the car yet and I'm currently looking for a decent around 10 to 13k. My older daughter has been struggling with infertility and she and her husband already tried clinical route but weren't successful. They've stopped trying for a year due to financial struggles. I visited her last week and she talked about getting ready to go through another round of IVF. We talked about the money and she brought up the money I saved for her stepsister's car. I tried cutting the conversation but she asked if she could borrow the money and she'd repay me in a few months. I said no because what's the use of getting the money in a few months when I want to buy my stepdaughter the car this month? Her husband pointed out how his parents helped with the previous treatment costs and now it's my turn since we are family. He said my stepdaughter can get the car anytime later but logically the money should go towards a better cause. I declined saying that's her last birthday with family before she moves away for college and I didn't want to disappoint her. My daughter said she wasn't asking for a fancy new car, she just longs to become a mother. In all honesty I stated even if I gave her money there's no guarantee the treatment will work this time. Her husband said I had my priorities messed up, asking who in their right mind sees their child struggle with such a massive issue and refused to help and then prioritize a car over a potential grandbaby that every sane grandparent dreams of having. I asked why isn't anyone else besides his parents helping and my daughter said they already asked others for money but are struggling with debt with her medication. I said even if the treatment pays off then what? Did she really think having a baby while struggling with debts was a good idea? She got quiet and her husband asked that I leave and he won't call me selfish since I already know that's why I kept getting defensive. I left without further arguing. My sister had a fight with my wife and argued with me saying that I got carried away in spoiling my stepdaughter to please her mum and neglected my blood daughter and made light of her struggles. She kept insisting I do the right thing but I was mad that my daughter told her. Even more upset that my son-in-law wanted to talk to my stepdaughter about it and spoil the surprise. I'd like to add that I'm not on good terms with my daughter's in-laws because of how they are in general especially her mother-in-law, but I tried to say civil till she started insulting my wife. 
My wife no longer wants to be around this woman and it's understandable, but we're getting a lot of heat from my son-in-law for how we're reacting. I'm seeing a number of people asking why my daughter and her husband need the money now since they're young and can save up on their own. I'm not sure about the answer, but it seems to me that my daughter is getting pressured by her husband and his family and adoption is off the table due to their mentality. My son-in-law is 33 years old and he also has a medical condition to manage. The bit that really got my hackles up is when the partner turned around and said like, my parents already paid them, so now it's your turn to do so. And I just, the entitlement of it just astounds me. It always does. And let's face it, OP doesn't owe their money to anyone for any reason. They don't owe, you know, stepdaughter a car. They don't owe this couple money for IVF. It, they just don't owe it to them. Regardless, they can spend their money how they like. And as always, when we cover these stories, I feel for anyone with infertility issues. And I'm not sure if I would be in the wrong in saying this, but they said that they could pay it back in a few months. Well, if they can pay it back in a few months, surely they can save that money, then get the IVF treatment. It's no, it's not really a biggie in this situation, is it? But I got to say, and again, this could be a bit of a reaching statement, but the feeling that I was getting during this story is that a lot of it seemed to be coming from the partner and maybe his side of the family. And it was the, one of the last lines that really had me worried when it said, I'm seeing a number of people asking why the daughter and her husband need the money now since they're young and can save up on their own. I'm not sure about the answer, but it seems to me that my daughter is getting pressured by her husband and his family and adoption is off the table due to their mentality. And the empathy part of me it worried about your daughter then and thinking if she is being pressured about this how is she feeling i don't see entitlement like this coming going to someone and say like you owe us money for ivf as normal behavior so for your daughter to be doing that to feeling that pressure to be able to come to you and do that that's ringing alarm bells for me sure she may be just entitled and it might be that but i do worry about the whole pressure part in this but i'm gonna say not the arsehole but i would talk to your daughter heart to heart if you can and that's all i can say about that and we'll move to the comments to see what they say with faith saying not the arsehole whether you saved the save the money for a car ivf or hookers and blow it's your money and they're not entitled to it dubbo says wow it blows my mind that adults think their parents owe them money like honestly these are two adults and they think they have a right to your money because they want a child that is absolutely ridiculous i would never expect my parents to give me any money for children weddings houses etc you are absolutely not the arsehole and i applaud you in sticking to your guns for your other daughter what a lovely gift to give her and a lovely way to celebrate her birthday your daughter and sister-in-law both sound like complete assholes, and you're right to bring up the fact that they should not be having a child if they are not financially able to support it. Not the asshole. Jiffy Fly says not the asshole. If she can pay you back in a few months, then they can wait a few months to pay it for it themselves. And if they can't afford the treatment, they can't afford the child. Also, I know some other commenters have said to ask your stepdaughter, but please don't do that. If you do, you're putting the onus on your daughter to be the good or bad guy, and that's completely unfair. No amount of you supporting her choice will change it, and your older daughter and family will feel like they have grounds to call your younger daughter selfish and all sorts of other horrible things. Stand your ground and use the money the way you want. Plenty Metal 1304 says not the arsehole, you were right. Having a child while struggling financially is not a good idea. And if she says she'll pay you back in a few months, why doesn't she wait a few months to have the money for the treatment? And one more from Too Tired for the Shit who says not the arsehole, the entitlement is amazing. My mum's already paid for us to have a baby, so now it's your go. 
and then says, if you can't afford the IVF, you can't afford the child. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do if you found yourself in an OP situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from On The Road Again, Am I The Arsehole? Am I the arsehole for pretty much giving my wife an ultimatum? My wife and I are in our late 30s and have two girls, 14 and 16. My wife works in a pretty high stress position that often requires a lot of travel, sometimes up to two full weeks a month. But the job is in a desired field and she's worked hard to get where she is and it pays well, which is a plus. I work a lower stress job with more flexible hours, but it doesn't pay as well. Because of my wife's job, I've been the parent that attends the most of our kids' needs. I take them to their activities. I attend all the games and recitals. I take them shopping, taught her oldest how to drive, etc. A few weeks ago, my wife got a job offer from a client of hers that she's worked with for years. It would be a more stable position that would pretty much eliminate her travel and would also come with a nice bump in pay. The only problem is that the job is literally across the country, like 2,000 miles away. When she told me about it, she was beyond excited because this job would finally give her a chance to be at home with our girls again. She was talking about it like it was already decided and she would just take the job and we would move. I tried to share in her initial excitement, but all I could think of was leaving behind the life that the girls and I had built here. My wife sensed that I wasn't as enthusiastic about the job as she was and asked me what was up. I told her that the girls are at an age now where uprooting their lives and leaving all their friends behind would be a pretty drastic change and we need to get their input before making any decisions. She agreed and we spoke with them. Both of the girls wanted to stay where we are. Neither liked the idea of moving and starting in new schools. They liked their friends, they liked their school, they liked their sports and activities here. My wife got upset and tried to convince them how much better it would be for her to have a job that actually allowed her to be present in their lives again but my oldest pretty much told her that she was being selfish for asking them to uproot their lives just so she could feel better about herself. My wife broke down in tears after the talk and confessed to me that she thought this new job would be an easy decision for us and I should help her convince our daughters that it would be the right choice. I told her that I wasn't going to do that. I told her we should wait until the girls are done with high school before moving across the country like that. She said this kind of job opportunity doesn't come around that often and if she doesn't take it, then she doesn't know if she ever get a chance like this again. She said she felt like I was forcing her to choose between her family and her career and I told her that's pretty much exactly the decision she needs to make. She asked what would happen if she took the job and I told her I would probably stay here with our girls. She called me an arsehole and that wasn't talking to me. Wow, now this one was a tough one as a read next. I can I can definitely see both sides. I can see why the girls wouldn't want to be uprooted and have their lives basically torn apart to move across the other side of the country. I've never been in a position like that myself and even if I did move somewhere else in my country, we could always drive to each other in a very short distance, but 2000 miles is a long long way. And it's not exactly like you could drive a couple of hours to go see your friends again. I mean 2000 miles that take a long time, right? But I also do empathize with your wife. You know, she isn't doing this out of, by the sounds of it to me, like she wants to bolster her career and it's all about the career. It's more about being able to, you know, keep the money, keep the stability of the finances whilst getting some time with her family once again. And it sounds like OP is happy with the wife's salary as well. So at the moment, it sounds like she either sticks with the job she's got and not having as much time with family or she moves and doesn't see the family anyway. 
So I'm kind of feeling like this is a no one's an arsehole here in this situation at the moment. The comments may change my mind. They occasionally they do when we read them. You usually get some very interesting perspectives on this. But Jagar Rundi says, this is probably going to be a very unpopular opinion, but I think you should strongly consider the move. Your wife's current job has her traveling roughly two weeks a month. That means she is only living with her family half of every year. Before the pandemic, I was having to travel increasingly more often for my job and it was awful. It's stressful and extremely tiring and really bad for your health as your sleep schedule is erratic. You can't plan healthy meals or work out. Frankly, as your wife gets older, this job is going to be unsustainable. And the older she gets, the harder it's going to be for her to find a new job. She's not a horrible or selfish for wanting to be able to live with her family more than half a year, plus get a raise. Moving is hard, especially for the 16 year old, and it is not a decision to be made lightly. But you should at least try to understand your wife's perspective. You and your girls have basically told her that you don't care you only see her 180 days out of the year, and that seeing your social circle is more important to you than seeing her. Whether you meant it or not, you have communicated to her quite clearly that she is unimportant to your lives. STL12 says no one's an asshole here. You and your wife have separate opinions on the issue. She's not an asshole for wanting a job and you're not an asshole for not wanting her to take it. Starchy Tuba replies that saying, certainly wife isn't an ass for wanting the job or for trying to convince her family to move. I think she does become an asshole when she's acting like her husband is a shitty partner because he doesn't want to uproot his life for her career. The happiness of the family as a whole is as important as wife's career aspirations. If wife wants more family time, moving is not the only way to achieve this. Maybe she could downshift in her career. There are two working people here, so it may not be necessary for wife to be making as much as she is to sustain a high quality of life for the family. If wife doesn't want to downshift okay, but she doesn't get to act like everyone is shitty for not wanting to sacrifice their quality of life for her. She is in fact asking for sacrifice and shouldn't pretend otherwise. To which Ravel replies to that one saying, I find this kind of naive. Her kids are now 14 and 16. She's been in this job a decade and OP says he's given her many opportunities to downgrade. She's never taken it. At 14 and 16, your friends are getting to be more important than your family. My 12 year old is already starting on that in middle school. Her claiming to want family time is something I'd find hard to believe as her main motivation. That ship has damn near sailed and certainly, if she rips her kids away from their friends to create family time, it won't go well. Can't have family time with someone who resents being there. It will be fighting until they go to college. Two very interesting perspectives right there. And the Frosty Penguin says, I'm gonna have to go with no one's an arsehole here. Your wife sees this as an opportunity to finally be with her family. It also comes with an added pay bump that may improve the family life greatly. As she stated, this opportunity doesn't come often. You and your daughters, on the other hand, have, as you said, built a life in your own home. Taking a freshman and junior out of their current high school and uprooting them does seem unfair. I'd recommend trying to see a family counselor so everyone can feel heard, can weigh the pros and cons and hopefully come to a resolution that doesn't leave anyone feeling bitter and resentful. Good luck, OP. This is a really tough situation to have found yourself in. And one final one from the Moo Cat who says, honestly, I don't know how to vote this. Does it suck to move? Absolutely, especially for teenage girls. But you admit your wife had been run ragged by her job for a long time and missed being at home with her family. She sees this opportunity more as benefits with pay and with being present. That's all valid. You all like status quo, which obviously makes sense. You're established in a lower stress job. Your kids are established. Change sucks and is hard. Almost no one willingly picks change if there's not a benefit. 
I think that your wife works very hard to provide for her family at the expense of losing time with her family. She thought she could finally have it all. And you've all said, nah, we prefer the life where we don't see you and you're exhausted and gone all the time. As a wife and mother, I'm sure that sucks for her to hear. I don't think she's an asshole for wanting this to happen. I think you and the girls are not the assholes for not wanting change, but at the same time, it's not fair that this is all on her because family should be a unit and you should understand all the sacrifices your wife has made so you can have a flexible job. That's low stress and lower pay. And your girls have to realize that you can only afford the life you've given them because of your wife's salary. I think it's unfair that you're making this an ultimatum on her when she's done so much for the family just because change is hard. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? I think it's an incredibly tough one. So I would really love to know your opinions on this. Maybe you've been through something similar in the past. Let us know your thoughts and we'll move on to the next story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And our next story comes from Smiling Daring titled, Am I the Arsehole for Unloading in Therapy in Front of My Younger Half-Siblings? Me, my dad, my dad's wife, his sons, and their three kids together are all in family therapy. I'm 17 female. My dad decided family therapy was the way to go because I refused to integrate into the family when I moved here two years ago, following my mum's death. My dad moved away from me after he and my mum decided to divorce for good. They were on and off until I was five, and then he just up and moved away one day. The next time I saw him, which was five months later, he was living with his wife. Her sons are a year older and younger than me respectively, and they thought it would be great, that it would be so easy to make a family out of kids as young as us. But I was bitter. My dad was gone. He used to show up to pick me up from school on Fridays, and he would take me to computer coding for kids, and then he was gone. I saw him a few weeks every year, and he called, but it never sat right with me that he left me for them or even that he left to escape my mum. He could have lived closer, one or two hours. Instead, he moved 32 hours away. Dad always knew I resented him and he would tell me not to. We fought a few times because I didn't make the effort to bond with the boys or then his kids with his wife. And when she tried to get close to me, I would tell her I was there to see my dad, not her. I told him he should move back if he wanted things to get better. Then my mum died unexpectedly. She had struggled with some issues for a while, but I thought things were okay. So he moved me out to him and told me it was our chance to get our relationship back on track. But I held it all in. All the anger and bitterness. They started therapy almost two years ago, but I didn't want to be there. Not with them. Then last week it all came out. The therapist told me if I wanted to leave, I should wait outside. 
Dad told me to sit down and take part because that's what we were all there for, to make our family work. And I snapped. I unloaded every single thing that session. 40 minutes of me saying how much I hated my dad for leaving, how this wasn't my family, that I didn't give two shits about his kids, stepkids or wife, that it was about him and me. And when he left me behind for them, he sealed the fact that I would never want a single thing to do with whatever family he made after leaving me. It was intense. I cried. I raged. And when it was over, I was piled on by my dad, his wife and our oldest son for saying all that in front of the younger kids. Then my dad told the therapist that we weren't going back and he didn't have a fucking clue what he was doing. These last few days, he has been different. All attempts to bond are gone. And now he's just furious I said that in front of the three kids under the age of 10. And his wife goes between mad and hurt that I don't give a shit about her, even though she tried to be a family member to me. Am I the arsehole? Now, I'm never going to tell you you're the arsehole for having perfectly valid feelings. And, you know, he must have known something was going to come out like this, that that's why they took you to therapy in the first place. So why take the younger children along? It just doesn't make sense to me. And I've never been to a therapy session myself, but this is what I kind of imagine that they are for. When, when I picture them in my mind that you just let everything out, what you're feeling, what you're talking about, what your dad, and they're, they're all valid feelings. And this is what it's all about expressing to them. This is how you feel so he can understand as well. But he clearly doesn't understand because he refused to go afterwards and just blamed you for it. And you need to remember that your dad is the one who caused all this. He's the one that's done this, not you. So for the initial question, absolutely not the asshole to me, but Curly Locke says not the asshole. that is what therapy is for. He forced you to participate, which you did. It does sound like you have a lot of stuff to work out though. Are you going to therapy on your own? You might benefit a lot from that. OP replies saying no, I'm not. He didn't want me to work on solo therapy and give nothing to family. I'll look into therapy once I'm out on my own. That way he can't decide anything about it. It'll be all on me. Equizotic says not the asshole. That's what he wanted when he brought you to therapy. It was a bad idea to have a huge group of people in a therapy session like that. You need to talk to a therapist one-on-one -on -one and your therapist should have arranged that. You should see if you can go back to therapy on your own. OP replies again saying, the therapist did make the suggestion a couple of times, but my dad was never on board. He didn't want me putting effort into solo therapy and give nothing to the group still. Wise date says not the asshole. If they didn't want an intense emotional discussion in front of the younger kids, they shouldn't have bring the younger kids to therapy. If they want light and cheery discussions, take them to the park, not a therapist's office. They push you into talking and they just don't like what you had to say. Oriho Mi says, not the arsehole. He knew exactly what he did. That's why he pushed so hard for you to stay in therapy with them and try so hard with the bonding. Your dad is toxic and feels guilty about what he did to you and your mum. Instead of taking accountability, he's taken it out on you. I'm sorry you have to go through this. He sounds a little self-absorbed. You should definitely continue therapy in the future without the family if possible. When you're able to save and safely move out, you should do that too. And one more from Haunting Row who says, not the arsehole, you need to go for individual counseling to handle your hurt and anger over the abandonment. You did not ask for family therapy. Your father forced you to be there even when the therapist asked you to step out if you were uncomfortable. The therapist is slash was right. Therapy works only if the person wants to address the issues, not when a person is forced. That's where your dad was wrong. But then he is slash has not been the most sensitive person anyways. So I don't think there will be any change in his behavior. He thought the therapist would shame you for not integrating with the rest of the family. He played a stupid game and won a stupid prize. 
but it's good that the feelings have been expressed in words. You spoke your truth, your trauma. Do not let anyone minimize your feelings. Your father needs to acknowledge that his abandonment has caused you emotional trauma and then he needs to take steps to address them. Speak to your father alone after he has cooled down. Tell him that while you are sorry that the children heard your truth, your feelings are valid and you have been traumatized that he has always minimized it or rug swept it. He caused the resentment to grow because he never actually addressed them and felt like an outsider looking in because the integration was not properly done. But please, please seek individual therapy. You need it. You need to address these feelings and learn tools to overcome them for yourself. Otherwise, it will impact your life in many ways. Better now than later. Best wishes. Now, what do you guys make of this one? How would you handle this situation? Is there anything OP can do? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Greedy Girlfriend Throwaway. Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend she got too greedy and took advantage of my offer to treat her to a night out? I, 28 male, have been dating my girlfriend, 29 female, for about eight months. Very recently, she received a major promotion from her work. This was highly competitive and she didn't expect to get it and she was naturally very excited when she got it. When she came over to and told me about it, I told her that is so awesome. I'm taking you out tonight to celebrate, my treat. We first went out to a casual but sort of nice and sort of expensive local seafood restaurant to eat. She not only ordered just about the most expensive thing on the menu but also a really expensive dessert. Okay, fine, no problem. I kind of feel as if most people would have been a bit more modest, but whatever. However, after dinner, we went out to a bar to have a drink. We were going to have just one or two and then go home. However, her friends ended up showing up and it turned into a bit of a party. She ordered her friends several rounds of expensive shots. The particular shot they were doing included Crown Royale, which was about $40 per round. The night left me broke and I had to put my grocery and bills for the next couple of weeks on a credit card. I didn't say anything to her that night because she was in a great mood and I didn't want to kill her buzz. But the next day, I did mention to her how I thought she would got a little carried away and she shouldn't have spent so much of my money. After a little back and forth, it turned into a big fight where she ended up throwing literal cash at me to pay me back. I told her that I didn't want her money, just I didn't appreciate being taken advantage of. I know that I offered to treat her to a night out on me, but I think most people would hold themselves back a little more under those circumstances than she did. Am I off in that thinking? Now, the first part of this one where you went to the restaurant and you said you'll take her out and it's on you and all that kind of thing, you know, I can't blame her for wanting an expensive something on the menu, an expensive dessert. I like an expensive food every once in a while as well. And if I was in a buzzy mood and I was excited because I just got a promotion, and it may sound a little selfish, but I wouldn't really consider, unless it was like hundreds and hundreds of dollars, I wouldn't really consider how much I was spending in that particular moment, even if someone else was with me, blah, 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 because they said that they would buy it. You know, if they had a problem with it, they can tell me and then I'll put half in, whatever, whatever. So I don't think she's particularly the asshole for that. But later on, when she goes and has loads of shots and expects you, expects you to fork out for those shots, Although I almost want to go for an everyone sucks here because I don't know why you didn't just go, no, I'm not paying for your friend shots too. Especially when you took her out. At what point did she invite her friends? When did they turn up into this equation? Did she actually get on the phone and say, come on down, boyfriend's buying drinks? <laughs> what happened? So for that, absolutely not the arsehole. But actually, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go for an everyone sucks here because you should have just said, look, I'm not paying for rounds of shots for your friends. Absolutely not. 
But Sendar Slayer says, not the arsehole. Holy shit. Who buys rounds for friends with someone else's money? Myab says, not the arsehole. You offered to treat her and not her friend. She definitely took advantage of the situation and is embarrassed she got called on it. Inep says, not, not the arsehole regarding the friends drinks. You offered to treat her, not her friends. However, the restaurant situation, you sound really unreasonably annoyed about. Four Nostrils says, not the arsehole, you were paying for drinks for her friends, which you clearly never offered to. The whole throwing cash at you chaos is definitely not okay, and it's quite demeaning actually. Nanny Bismo says, info, why didn't you make it clear when she ordered the first round that you were treating her, not all of her friends too? OP replies to that saying, I guess I just didn't want to look like an arsehole in front of her friends. Also, I thought that she would probably offer to help pay the tab at the end of the night. Different Secret says the restaurant part is a part of dating life. She isn't always going to order a salad. Come on, that's reasonable. But rounds on you, unacceptable, hard no. And as someone who's been invited as part of a situation similar to that, I have been uncomfortable and declined. And the never ending sorry says, this might be an unpopular, but I feel like you're a bit the asshole because you could have just told her what you could afford and stop paying for her friends. I understand you didn't want to kill her buzz that night, but you were the only one who could have stopped spending money you didn't have. If anything at all becomes a problem in a relationship, you've got to speak up to get it resolved. I bet a lot of her anger comes at you from the fact that you didn't do this and that you're blaming her later when she can't do anything for not just guessing you needed her to spend less. We can't count on other people to set boundaries for us if we're not willing to do it ourselves in the moment. And one more from Peanut Butter Tango who says, everyone sucked here. Her more so. She's an asshole for having you buy drinks for her friends and throw money at you. You for being annoyed at her for ordering the meal. Don't offer to buy someone food if you deem it too expensive. You should have never been expected to buy shots for her friends. Now, what do you guys think of this situation? We've got a kind of varying amount of opinions here. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And the next story is from Specific Opening 881. Am I the arsehole for stepping down as a bridesmaid just one day before the wedding? Throw away, bear with me, I'm writing on my phone. So last weekend it was my sister-in-law's wedding. My sister-in-law is my fiancé's sister to clarify. I've been with my fiancé for five years and we've been engaged for two. Before I got with my fiancé, his family was trying to get him to date another female friend of his who he no longer talks to because she said some pretty horrible things about him and some of his friends. Plus, she's always trying to put me in my place since I started dating my fiancé, claiming she'll always come first in his life. Long story short, stuff happened and they no longer talk. I have a pretty close relationship with his family, especially his two siblings, his sister, the bride and his brother. One day before the wedding, we were having a family lunch with the bride's family and during lunch, she started mentioning that female ex-friend of my fiancé. She started saying what a gorgeous girl she is and how pretty she is. My fiancé and I felt uncomfortable and my fiancé was pretty pissed because that ex-friend has caused a lot of damage in my fiancé's life in the past so it was hurtful for him to hear his sister praising her like that but he stayed silent since he didn't want to cause drama during the wedding period. The nail in the coffin was when my sister-in-law said that it's a shame my fiancé never got to date, female ex-friend. Since I came along and took her place, because she'd love to have her as a bridesmaid, but because of me, she can't. And she can't even call her a sister because of me. My mother-in-law told her to apologize and tried to do damage control, claiming my sister-in-law was joking. But sister-in-law said, she's not joking. She really feels that way. Then proceeded to say that she loves me as her new sister-in-law. She'd just prefer female ex-friend. I kindly got up and excused myself, saying I'll head home. 
While I was gathering my stuff to leave, I also said I'd withdraw as a bridesmaid since I'm not really the one she wanted there and that she should contact ex-friend. Well, she still has the time and I'd give her my dress since we're the same size. Fiance left with me and while leaving, he said something along the lines of, you never know when to shut your mouth to his sister. Mother-in-law justified me walking out. So did my brother-in-law and father-in-law. They say bride's words were ridiculous. They tried to convince me to stay as a bridesmaid but respected my wish to walk out. My family on the other hand said I'm the asshole for not sucking it up one more day and walking away from the role, making the bride stressed. So, am I the asshole? P.S. I still attended the wedding as a guest. Bride did not talk to me at all. The groom did and he said I'm right to be upset but he thinks I shouldn't step down last minute over a joke. Now, quick little opinion on that one. That's not a joke, is it? It wasn't a joke. She even said herself it wasn't a joke. So why would you want to be a part of that wedding? It's that simple. I mean, you went as a guest. Fair play. You may as well get the food and drink. But hey, I don't blame you for doing what you did in this particular situation. I don't know why the sister thought that was a, a logical thing to say. And historical soup says, not the arsehole. I'm glad your in-law stood up for you and supported your decision. However, for the groom to call her comments a joke is very wrong. Was he there when she initially said them? Hope you're doing okay, but you don't need her in your life. The TARDIS ran away, says not the arsehole. What a horrible thing to say. She clarified it wasn't a joke, so why does her husband still think it is? Lewis Hamilton 2008 says not the arsehole. Your sister-in-law pissed around and found out. Also, it wasn't a joke. It was a calculated dig and left you with no option but to step down. DK Boy says, I mean, you got everyone's back in, so why do you need ours? Very easy, not the arsehole. Crazy how she thinks that was even remotely acceptable to say. We have every right to withdraw. Enjoy the fucking wedding and open bar. Amara Undone says, not the asshole. Bridesmaids support the bride on her day. But how could any sane person expect you to support her after all those hurtful and nasty things she said? Then she doubled down by making it clear it wasn't a joke and she really meant it. She is not your friend and her words about loving you are BS. And one more from QT who says, not the asshole. I think you handled the situation diplomatically. You didn't badmouth the bride. Her husband shouldn't have doubled down that it was just a joke when she very clearly said it wasn't. Your in-laws have no issue with it. Your family can shut up honestly. I'm glad your fiance is standing by you. Now, what do you guys make of this story? How would you handle that situation? Would you have stepped down? Let me know your thoughts and comments on all of today's stories and your verdicts as well if you choose to share them. A huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today and get involved with the channel. It means the absolute world. There is a playlist on your screen right now if you want to get involved in further Am I the Asshole stories. There's over like 600 videos there right now and other types of stories as well if you want to get involved in a different playlist. <laughs> thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys. Much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.